Welcome to selfdiscoverywisdom.com, formerly known as Self Discovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Raising Our Gifted Children right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My wonderful guest today is Joanne Grimlich, and we're going to be talking about her wonderful book, which is Talk play and read with me mummy which is so essential that we do all of that with our children she said did you know that one of the most important ways to help your children is simply by talking with them frequently and starting as early as birth the period of birth to age five is a crucial time from language development because at this age the spoken word develops naturally as a result of various types of stimulation brain growth self-confidence vocabulary can be enhanced through talking playing and reading with your child every day. As parents and caregivers uh, interact with the little ones, uh, they can use various strategies and techniques at home or when they're on the go to help their child develop communicational skills. Um, this all begins by having an understanding that our child under the age of five experiences the majority of their learning opportunities during regular daily routines and playtime. And when you take the time to adjust your day-to-day -day interactions and your everyday routines that you're already engaging in, you can increase the opportunities for speech and language development in your child and share special bonding moments together. So let's take advantage of those daily routines and allow your child to understand how to use their language and ready them for the school's success. So Joanne, uh, works with children's speech language uh, pathologists and uses her optimistic nature to empower children to be confident in their own voice so they can be heard and recognized in the world. And it all begins by Joanne teaching and helping children to tap into their imagination and skillful mind. She feels her philosophy of making learning fun and educational will bring out the best in children and help them explore their own creative abilities during their early years and beyond. It all starts right at the very beginning, doesn't it? Welcome, Joanne. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Um, you know, a lot of people talk to their babies while they're still in the womb. And I think that's, you know, a great way to start, you know, playing music, talking to them, rubbing the belly while they're talking to them, because that voice is filtering through, isn't it? Yes, yes. They, I, I believe I believe it's at um, three to six months at when the child is in the womb that the voice can be heard. So yeah, you can they, they can hear your voice, your kind of your high pitched voice, your middle of the road voice. Yes, they can definitely hear it. And it's a good time to talk and keep them, you know, to have conversations, right? Yes. Just like you would want once they be, you know, get on the planet. <laughs> and of course, you know, comprehension is something they're going to learn as they go. But at that time, it's just a, it's an intuitiveness, the tone of your voice, you know, that um, it's not the understanding of the words, but it, there's almost an understanding of an intent behind it. Right. Making that connection, right? Mm -hmm. That connection. Um, maybe um, we want to use some of the words of um, bonding, nurturing, loving, security. All those good words that 
your eventually when the baby is born, that's that's the beginning of the path. That's what you want to do to make them feel comfortable and safe in the world. So. Uh, my daughter has uh, two children. One will be three in March. The other one will be one in April. And the little one has Down syndrome. And but she's had, you know, her older son talk to the belly and kiss the belly and speak to his brother right from the word go. The bond between them was instant. I mean, there's the little one who was born when he was born. They broke his femur. Um, pulling him out the c-section oh, okay. and so he was in an incubator and there is dad showing brother his baby brother and this is his little hand over his baby brother's little hand you know immediately uh -huh. bondage just absolutely beautiful and I think mm -hmm. a lot of that comes from engaging them in the pregnancy engaging them and talk to your brother you know what have you got to say today because there's a connection building up isn't there right you want to um prepare your son or daughter and let them know, you know, a new newborn is going to be around the house and you're going to be part of the, the growth with the child and all the experiences. And you're going to be that role model. If he's a little one, you can, you know, help him move forward with all different aspects of playing, talking, reading. Yes, it's so important. I agree. And uh, you know, they get read to, they've been read to almost from the day they're born. And they're, the other day my daughter was noticing that she asked her son to read the book to her. Now, of course, he's not uh, grasping uh, uh, the, the words or the letters, although he's getting to know letters, but obviously not in the sense of a word. But he could almost, word for word, say what that story was and kind of read it back to his mother. Because, it, again, it's that engagement in the story, isn't it? It's uh, memorizing it, but it's the engagement of it and how we read it to them, how often we read to them. Right. I mean, reading... I have um, one of the activities in, in the infant section of my book called Playful Reading. And it's most, a lot of times the parents think that you have to wait till they're school ready, mm -hmm. but of course you do not. Mm -hmm. You can start reading, like you said, you can start reading when they're in the womb, they can hear you, right? So, um, but yeah, a Playful Reading, I have it in the infant section and uh, it's basically having your baby on your lap and then putting that book there and letting them, you know, take their little fingers and let them see that picture of that kitty cat or that bunny rabbit and use that colorful, rich language because they're hearing it and they're making associations from what they see. They yeah. can't say it yet. No. Eventually they will. And of course, it also will foster love for reading, the gift of reading, mm. starting at an early age, which is so important because of course we know that Kids are learning these skills much earlier than I think when I grew up. Yes, we, yes. It was yeah. half a day of kindergarten. Um, I just don't remember my mom. There were six of us at home. My mom was busy, you know, with the daily routines, what have you, the routines of the day. I don't remember her sitting down reading with us because she was so busy otherwise. I mean, I'm a twin, but it, 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 we weren't required to have the skills as we were going forward, I, I think we started reading in first grade. I think I don't think we were reading in kindergarten, but right. nowadays they're expecting to read and write by the end of kindergarten. So, which it's a good thing, right? To expose yes. the kids to books. Why not? Right? Yes, keep, yes. Keep no, your I'm, mind rich and full imagination. Yes, I mean, you know, they are our gifted children. They're just one beautiful gift that we're ready to, to, to tap in and understand what that gift is and then nurture that gift into adulthood. And that's what it's about. And reading not only gives them imagination, but it's, you know, the knowledge that they learn through reading. Oh. The knowledge a parent or a grandparent gets from reading the book, a reminder 
or simple things that we've forgotten in reading the book. I know. When I first had my book published, um, a lot of parents were commenting, oh my gosh, I forgot about that activity. I forgot about that activity. Because if you're not exposed to it, Mm -hmm. like you said, you forgot. You just don't remember. So, but reading... There's just so much to learn, so, so much to learn, and so so much to learn, so much to remember, so much to forget, but it, it's so exciting to learn new things. And the kids, you can see um, when you're exposing them to new things, how excited they are, how, how the light bulb goes on, they want to learn more. Mm-hmm. It's a progression. It is really a progression and learning how the world works, right? Yes. So, yes. so many different things outside in our culture. And it really, I mean, my, you know, he's, uh, as I said, he's not yet three. And of course, he's obsessed with uh, Peppa Pig. And and I came back from England with a Peppa Pig uh, book of the Queen driving a bus and driving them around London. And I would speak kind of in an English voice and like the Queen. And he'll say to me, be the Queen, Nana, be the Queen, you know. I know. And I look at that vocabulary right there, right? Uh, The Queen, right? What's a Queen? (laughs) So, yeah, there's so much to learn. And, and that's the thing I said, it is a reminder for us adults because, you know, we're so stuck in this groove over here that kind of going on the adventure with the child, seeing the reaction of the child, um, you know, pausing and they make a comment about something and you pause there and, you know, hear what that comment is. I think it's such a, not only a bonding experience, but I think it's a great reigniting of our own child within. Oh, I, to- I totally agree. So, for example, today I was at school. We're doing Arctic animals, the North Pole, um, frosty landscape, etc. So, for me to teach my concepts and to keep them engaged, I'm, I'm, you know, exposing them to the vocabulary. Let's say it's a penguin. I can't just sit at a desk for that half hour. We have to make sure that we get up. And we act like the penguin, yes. act out the, right? It, it's mm-hmm. fun. And they're gonna they're gonna understand what that penguin does. So I'm constantly acting out vocabulary words, doing the movements, body movements, arm movements, whatever it entails. And the kids just come to life, as opposed to if I just sit there for a half hour with them, it's dry, it's long, and you can tell they're they're not Fidgety. staying engaged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're not staying engaged. No, no. So the more we get up, the more we act out, the more we're going to learn. And and you see the lights go on and they're just so excited. They're in that wonder and awe state. So that's yeah. exciting. So. so much to learn through play. I, you know, my, oh, yeah. my son-in-law and my daughter are very, very most in the play. And of course, you know, um, dinosaurs and then grandma will suddenly be the dinosaur. And they know it's grandma, but, you know, <laughs> running out of the room because big dinosaurs coming to get them and all sorts of things that they can turn into play that they love. And there's so many, you know, games for children or puzzles or games and things that, that are wonderfully educational and, and so fun to play you know, for the whole family and the learning that is going on that, you know, you start seeing, as I said, like now he can read that, but, you know, particular books where he can read it back to you almost word for word. And then, of course, at not the age of three yet, he's not reading the actual words, right? He's yeah. identifying with the picture and the story right. that went along with it. Yeah. Right. And then he's able to almost create his own story based on the pictures. So he's writing the book based on what he what he knows with his own language skills. Yes. So and then he, you know, like you said, that repetition is so important to keep um, repeating, um, reading the pages over and over, because then it's yours and that imitation factor, because if kids, uh, if kids don't understand, you know, they don't understand something, they're not going to be able to talk about it. So that 
right? They have to understand before they can speak. So right now your grandson is just comprehending everything. He's it's taking funny. it all in. Yes. Yeah. So the re his reading skills, he probably will be an ace with that because, mm -hmm. you know, just like the word queen, I was thinking besides the fact him recognizing what a queen is and maybe what her role is. He's also saying that word and that Q, that yes. Q letter is a difficult sound. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he's, he's learning how to say it properly and then using it, expressing it. And then eventually he's going to be able to read it. I'm sure he's going to be a great reader. So but it's something interesting. There's a game that we play because he likes to go in grandma's car when we go somewhere. So I take him off to daycare or if I'm sometimes going shopping, he comes with me. And it was um, when we do, we count trucks, how many trucks are on the road? Because he's car obsessed, right? And okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> and traffic jam and this and that, you name it. I mean, cars are everywhere. You want to sit down hard like there's a car there and he's in the midst mm -hmm. of a game and, and entrenched into it. But we'll count the amount of trucks. And then one day it's, it's uh, we're driving home and uh, Nana, there's there's no car, no trucks where are all the trucks and i go yeah where are all the trucks oh it's saturday they don't work on sunday ah oh, they're with family Look at that, right? <laughs> yeah yeah um and i know and you're mentioning um that is so it's so fun people forget about how how the simple conversations yeah. can take place just on the ride to school yes right yes. there's so much to learn i, I and we're all in such a rush that's the problem our world yeah. is like go 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 but if you slow down to the basics and take it simple, there are so many learning opportunities. Even if I were in an empty box, I could think of a zillion things to engage with a child. Just using, you know, again, if, let's pretend it's winter. The snow is falling down. There might not be any snow, but we can talk about it, yes. describe it. But just that simple car ride, noticing, counting the trucks, maybe seeing the signs, looking at people, what they're doing. So much to talk about. And I have a few activities in my book that relate to that type of uh, conversation piece and language. Of course, when we grew up, um, it was I spy with my little eye. Oh, I have that there too. Yes. Right? yes. And, that, and that was a yes. great thing because it made us look instead of like, yes. oh, Lord, are we there yet? You know, we're busy looking for something and who's going to see it first. And so, right. you know, and it made us engage because you know, time concepts with children, you know, I'm not there, you know, it's just taking a long time, even if it's only 10 minutes. So kind of engaging them on the ride with a game is always fun to do. Exactly. Like you said, there's so much to do in a card, even I see something or I spy, mm -hmm. or what colors did you see along the way? Mm -hmm. So many things to see outside, you know, it's a colorful world and shapes, yes. right? Shapes, yes, yes. Colors, all kinds of things, vehicles, different kinds of vehicles. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but I mean, I admit that I probably didn't do an awful lot of reading with my children. I had three under six. And so um, um, I didn't have a proactive, uh, they didn't have a proactive father. He would play tiger with them, chasing them around as a tiger, but he wasn't a putting to bed or reading or that type of thing. And so I, I did when I could. But what I did is I told a story of the day uh, about a hero, a bit of that incorporating them in some activity they'd done in the day and I'll make the story up with them in it because um, it was just oh. easier for me to do. <laughs> oh yeah and you know kids love love when you create a story. Did you just say that you included them in the story? Yes. yes. They love love yes. that when they hear their name in, yeah. in a story as a character. Yeah. It's me or even if I started a book in school and what have you or even with my niece and nephews when I used to watch them all the time. If I had a book and I said, look, it's Stephanie on the front and Marky and you guys are going for an adventure. Yeah. And they tuned right in. And, and that was like, oh, I got him. We're going. Yeah. So 
identification so it's their story mm -hmm. so I did a lot of that but I, I always had books around that if, if we if we didn't have the time I mean I really give it off to my daughter and, and son-in-law you know I'm, this these kids have and the baby too so like you know there's the toddler having the book and the baby's in the other arm and just as engrossed oh, yeah. although he's you know he's nine months old and he's just as engrossed in the story and just happy to be a part of the group right right, right. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times um moms and dads sometimes think that just because it's an infant yeah. or let's or a six-month-old baby or even a one-year-old they're just not ready but they are so ready yes they're ready set go you can totally engage them in books and that right. any any activity is going to spark their you know attention so and they want oh go ahead I'm sorry go ahead no, it's just that we we are kind of in an adult are dictating what they should learn when. And instead of allowing our children to learn at their comprehension of where they're at at that time. And I think if we can let go of this, oh, they've got to be doing this by this age, or you only start this at this age and just do, they're going to get out of it what they get out of it, uh, right. you know, age appropriate. So it's like, you know, let's, let's, put away the got to's and the should do's and just the do do's and just do <laughs> right right let the child lead yes let him guide he will lead the way um get rid of I, I think there's a lot of nowadays a lot of um people jumping to put labels on children yes so comparisons quickly, mm -hmm. I mean if your child is not jumping it doesn't mean he can't jump it You're just right. means he has to learn to jump so automatically, oh, he needs physical therapy. He's not, you know, no, not really. Um, if he can't hold a crayon, he needs OT. No, he's just got to learn how to do it. I mean, if there's other underlying issues, yes. of course. But at age two and three, I think everybody's so quick to put these yeah. labels on these kids and not let them get exposed to these this skill and the skill base that will let them grow and figure it out. Yeah. And, and, and there's there's different circumstances and different, you know, timings, but Overall, you got to give the kid a chance. So it's just like when the kids start on um, pre-K and uh, kindergarten, you kind of got, if, if they're, let's say they're a, uh, an only child, that means they probably haven't really socialized mm. a lot compared to maybe a child with, you know, two or three other siblings. So you kind of get, we have to let them get acclimated in that setting. And they're going to, a lot of them come in shy and they're not talking yet. You can't assume yeah. that there is a problem off yes. the bat. You have to give them a chance to feel comfortable, especially if you, you you might have those parents who really don't have an understanding of how to engage properly, or they're not that nurturing mom and dad. And let's face it, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. So, and that's the, I think that's the key thing though, that um, for children to feel comfortable, just from my experience, that they really do need to be nurtured and loved and that security blanket. So then when they're, if they have that, that um, foundation, then when they go into school or out in the world, then they're going to have a little bit of a security net to, to feel that self-confidence or I can do this. I can do yes. that. You know, give it a chance. It doesn't yes. mean they're going to be perfect in all avenues, but they're willing to try. But a lot of times, a lot of the kids come into school real shy, um, lack of affect, just like I would call it a poker face where they mm -hmm. just like, because nobody's talking to them or nobody mm -hmm. played with them, right? Which is, it is sad. So that's where a lot of, um, you know, my job, um, mm -hmm. still base comes in to get those kids going and let them feel good and know they can do it because they can do it. Yes. They just have to be given the chance to, you know, take the, the risk. I mean, my son, you know, when he first started um, uh, preschool, 
because he used to go to um you know daycare things you know not um, i was part of always a parents group you know twice a week going where they play with other kids but when it came to actually uh preschool uh, he would cry for like 10 minutes i'd stand out the door and he was screaming his head off and then all of a sudden stop and if we went to a birthday party it would be clinging to me until he felt comfortable and when you know now he is a, a community leader restaurant owner and you know gregarious <laughs> person so <laughs> it is like let them get to a point where they can observe where they feel comfortable to come in don't push them don't force them they're assessing the situation and how they feel comfortable and how they belong into it and uh, you know it, we don't want a mummy cuddle where we go okay that's okay we'll go home straight away no right let, right you know right. let them get into you know um it's okay i'm here don't worry mm -hmm. take your time you know look I what that person's secure. doing look what that person's doing and then let them gradually kind of get into it because Ease you know in. Mm -hmm. Ease in, and we, we we're, we're impatient, and it is. Uh, oh, why aren't they playing? We come to this group for them to play. Do we go somewhere and immediately we're going to play with everybody there? We're oh. going to suss out people we vibe with, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's. I think um, people assume like I, I take on um, this idea that you know kids are their emotions. They have the same emotions we have. Mm -hmm. They have the same drive. They have the same fears. So you just kind of kind of realize they're just big little kids. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you so I have the situation right now at school, which is an unfortunate situation, but it'll come around. So there's this little boy who mom um, and the family took him out of school and took him to India for six weeks. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they came back and he had to move into a new school and move into a new home. Mm. So now he's not talking. Right. So he is talking with me, which he used to have the back and forth exchange, but now I have to provide Coach the models, mm -hmm. yeah, sentence, um, sentence starters, cues, and what have you. But he will talk, and it's in a real gruff, like, um, the polar bear is, and and that's not how he speaks. But he's just, he, he has some fear now. He, yeah. He's out of his comfort zone. But everybody, mom is, I guess he's not speaking at home at all. So she has the patience of a bumblebee. She keeps texting me asked me, do we need more services? Should we, should we increase his speech? I said, I think we just have to go at his pace and he will, you know, slowly get out of his shell. I think you have to um, find some real playful activities at home to make him feel comfortable again, because when he was in India, they weren't speaking English. Mm. So when he, he, he does not speak his second language, he is definitely just speaking English. So, right. so you felt isolated. Kind of mixed, yes. And yes. Mixed up, right. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, so she has to remember if I, I'll be honest, if I went over to India for six weeks and came home to a new home and a new school, I think I'd be in the same boat as he was. I would, yeah. I like, what is happening right now, right? It's scary. Yes. So because it, come everybody wants familiarity because it makes us feel, feel safe, right? right exactly. And if his world has been uprooted. Like you had fun, you had connections. This was obviously something that was important to you, but for him, it's the twilight zone. Right. right. And he's not even coming back to fam familiarity of his own home or anything that he can feel, okay, I'm home. I'm back into my groove. You know, it's a new home. It's a new school. It's a new life. And it's like, uh, what happened? What happened like, to my it's world? Kind of, kind of like emotional trauma, right? Yeah. It's too much, too much it was. Yes. So, so we, I saw him today. I just tried to be very playful and have fun with him. And we're engaging in our Arctic activities. And he's coming around, but he's just slowly speaking to whoever he feels comfortable. Yes. But before this happened, he was progressing. He had 
there was a lot of, you know, back and forth conversation and those volleys and exchanges. But right now it's just it's me and him and maybe a few words in the classroom. But but I did see him laughing with his peers today. So, so, so it's that's slowly a good coming sign. back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, and we've uh, got yeah, to give so. them time. You know, there's, well, exactly. your brother did this or your sister did that. Well, that's them. That's their unique voice. No, you or can't their unique, compare. We do not compare because don't compare anything. Apples and oranges, they're both fruits. They're both totally different fruits, right? So it's mm-hmm. this competitiveness and, and comparison. Oh. It's so deadly. It's so soul-destroying. Because if you're comparing, that means you're saying there's something wrong with you, right? And if you're competing, Mm -hmm. it's like I'm competing to be better, but aren't I okay as I am? And it's sending the wrong message out altogether. And then you've got adults, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, you know, having to go back to their inner child saying you're enough. You don't need to compete or compare. We want to avoid that, please. We want the child to grow up with confidence in who they are, why they are, what they want to do, and not a dictation of somebody else saying, well, you've got to be this or you're not worth it. Right. And that language that we use, Mm. it really impacts the psyche of Mm. children and adults. You hear, I have brothers and sisters, you know, I hear people, the way they talk, they're just like, oh my, I'm not married. Um, All my family's married with kids. Well, grown kids. But anyway, sometimes I hear the, um, my, like my twin sister and her, my brother-in-law, the way they talk to each other, I'm like, my God, I, I would have a broken heart because they're used to it. They, yes. This is their, their way of communicating, which wouldn't work for me, but it's some of it's painful. So yeah. you have to be careful how, like you said, comparing somebody saying, well, why don't you act like your sister? Why don't you act like your brother? Because I'm not them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm me, right? Yes. A exactly. unique, unique person. So. But, you know, there was that great ad. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was, you know, like kids pretending they're drinking and smoking and kind of lying around and then kind of showing the party from the night before where the kids are completely mimicked what they've seen. They are sponges. One of the ways of learning is by example. And if you're setting a bad example and then you're blaming them for it. No, no, no. Look, right, look inwardly. Yeah. What are you doing that this child is mimicking? It's actually is the same for a pet. The behavior of an animal, if they're playing up, is because they're mimicking something going on inside of you. So we cannot blame them for their behavior. We have to look at ours and check I ourselves. I totally agree. I've, you know, I've seen it all working in the inner city, one of the lowest performing schools with some of the kids. Uh, you know. Everybody has a different um, household, different dynamics, what have you, but you can almost immediately tell who is kind of suffering. There's yeah. some of these kids are suffering because of because of their environment, and they're just they're just not able to be themselves. But if they get a fun, creative teacher, yeah, I can always tell when. Um, sometimes in the in this in my in the school district, the school age population. You know, it's some of the kids are just want to be so cool. They don't want to be around the teachers. But as soon as I get, say, five kids in a room, and let's say they're fourth through sixth grade, I I always can tell if I've reeled them in when they yeah. say, "Oh, when do, when can we come back to speech?" And they're kind of like they they come across when they first come. They're all tough, big, and bad. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of nurture them and you know get to their inner child and they're having fun and they want to learn and we do it in creative ways yes. and then at the end they'll say well when do we have speech again i said all right let me check it out <laughs> so then i know oh good yeah it's scored. they're ready to come back yes so but yes it's so important uh, it's it's the, the the most important thing is just developing that relationship with your child right up the bat the bonding the nurturing the loving 
being sensitive to them. And I realize you you have to have structure and boundaries. Yes. But otherwise, they'll eat you alive. Oh God, yes, <laughs> yes, they will. and I'm not. They I'm not love saying. testing their limits. <laughs> oh Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. So that that's just a natural instinct, starting probably like one and a half, two, right? They they're just that's Push, their push, ground. push. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they look at you sideways. How far can I push? How far can I push? You know? Oh, and some parents <laughs> let them push, but some yeah. parents, you know, if you, if you're putting those boundaries in and having those daily routines during structure or have you during your day, you're going to have a child who understands how to move forward as opposed to giving in and letting them do whatever they want and run around. I call them alpha kids, the ones that, you know, run the show. It's not their fault. It's the parents. I, I, it's the parents. They got to be tough on crime. Right. Yeah. So. Yes, exactly. Exactly. What I used to do when I was a nanny and also when I had my own kids, you know, they're sending them to their room. I didn't like because that's their sanctuary. That's where they sleep. That's where they should feel safe, not as a punishment. Also, you can send them to their room and then they, um, you know, I'm happy to be here. That's fine. Right. So Mm -hmm. what I, oh, you know, it can be either way. But what I used to do is put them in the corner facing us. You're going to sit there, watch us having fun. right. <laughs> oh, I like that idea. And then you can't come back in and join us until your attitude has changed. Right. And I so like that. they're seeing everybody else. So they're not including them. No, but your Right. behavior has to change for you to be included. Are you ready to change that behavior? But instead of facing the wall and being resentful and angry and pissed off, they're watching everybody having fun that they could be a part of. if they realize that they, they have to come with a different attitude. And I found that worked because, you know, ultimately they want to be a part of it, Yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't want to miss out. Uh-uh. Um, and do you remember, do you remember the show of the nanny? Yes, Do you remember yes, that? Fran Dressel, Oh, yes. yes. Um, or wait, oh, wait, am I thinking of the right one? The nanny, the one that would go into the homes and she, th there were kids that were just really bad behaviors, what have you. I think it was called the nanny. All right, yes, the British She one. was, yes, Yes, yes. yes, yes. I always thought to myself, you know what? If you have any issues, just watch that show. She's Yeah. just firm and consistent. She means what she she says, and she doesn't let the kids push her around. Where a lot of a lot sometimes parents do. Sometimes parents are too friendly, right? Yeah. They're they they just want to be their kid's friend, but when when trials come, they don't know how to how to go forward because it's now it's their friend, and they don't want to punish their friend. Right. So, but Well, anyway, I mean, you so. know, Mary Poppins, you know, it's, uh, you know, kids that were unruly because the parents were dysfunctional. And, you know, the problem is, it's, it's you know, it's, I've interviewed quite a few people. And plus, when I had a dog, I had a behaviors training. And they said, it's all very well doing the training. But unless everybody else is doing it consistently, right, Right. they're going to find a loophole in that behavior. Right. And when you've got parents that are struggling financially or emotionally or having a hard time in the marriage, you know, all of that type of thing, the kids are sponges. If the parents are arguing, they think it's their fault. Or they don't understand. What do you mean there isn't any money for this and that? They don't understand that
my ex unfortunately has narcissistic behavior and it wasn't a and it, his fault it's everybody else's around him so you know mm -hmm. it's you you you're no winning there at all right, so eventually right. my kids told me to divorce and it was time to move on and realize that where I was thinking I'm being a dutiful mom wait for the kids to grow up and then I can move on and it was then mm -hmm. so honor our children and what they're seeing honor them when they come forth and say I don't like this or I don't like that or I feel uncomfortable with this and what's happening you know talk to them right. at the level of their age but don't dismiss them because they're children they're they're growing right. up in that household they see right. everything and they, they understand everything. more than you know they yes. and then the, the emotional aspect of it it wears on them too Absolutely. right of course I, I can't so. tell you how many shows that I have done where it's the inner child wounded from upbringing that they had to go back and and repair and tell that child that it's loved and it's wanted and you know the parents were dysfunctional um i had that as well since my dad died but you know we repeat what we know and when we recognize the pattern it's up to us to change that pattern for better all right so very often if we see our kids doing something we should be saying what am i doing that's that's igniting that what do I need to address because my kid is showing this behavior or feeling insecure or doing something to hurt themselves? You know, this is something that's a reflection of what's going on in the home. And we need to pay attention to that. I, I totally agree. I think, um, I, I think, I feel like nowadays, well, maybe, I, maybe from my brothers and sisters having um, kids in that feel like nowadays a lot of the parents give 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 to their kids mm. where that's a whole nother ball game right because yes. they're not going to be independent mm. but i grew up in a family like you mentioned where it was kind of um it was busy <laughs> it was a busy household and With like six said, kids it will be <laughs> yes and mom and dad sometimes sparring mm. and what have you and like you said, you sometimes you do internalize it, right? As a child, you you don't know what to do with it, so you yeah. do internalize it. But I think I think I feel like we should have parenting courses in high school, you know, yes. more hands-on practical courses that are going to benefit us for our everyday living, right? Yeah. Starting with children, you know, parenting and children. But we do, at least I, I'm not aware of that they're doing that. Well, they, um, they've got the egg thing. You've got to look after the egg and don't drop it. Or oh, there is that, kind yes. of the baby type thing. And that's all very well. They kind of just, you know, brush that off. But I think it's what we need to to do. And actually, it's in one of our Forgotten Children book series, which is coming out February 20th. Uh, one of the people contributors there is talking finances with your children. I was just thinking of that, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because that... All those different issues, right? That affect we don't children. talk money with them. We don't talk household chores with them. We don't talk responsibility with them. We don't talk about honoring and respect and dignity with them. They think that they get that on church on Sunday, but then they've got the bad influence with their peers at school, right? So it's if right. we don't teach these things right from the word go uh, and make it a part of their life where they feel free to ask questions as they're right. learning and absorbing. Uh, and if for it's okay for us even to say, I don't know, let's find out together. Right. Right. I know I've, as far as the money topic, I think it's, I know um, we have this financial guru here. You maybe have heard of him, Dave Ramsey. Have you heard of him I've by heard chance? Of, yes. So he talks about teaching your children about money in first grade and having a topic at dinner, dinner time, what have you. 
Why not? Because what happens is I, I, I just sense this when people talk about money, it's more of a competition yes. instead of a tool. We all need yes. the money. So yes. why don't we all share our information of how to invest a little better? Yeah. Right. The, the, how are you making more money on your money? Um, teaching kids how what, what the money's for about saving it, spending it, giving it away. All that is so important. Right. But unfortunately, we have this mindset. It's me, me, me. I, it's that more. It's that consumption. Yeah. Right. I want more. And I think people feel more superior when they have more money oh yeah no no believe me believe me yeah no I call it opulent thinking you know I have more money so therefore I'm more important and uh, you know money is the definition of me no you know I talk about um, enrichment and personal abundance that is a heart soul and spirit thing when your heart soul and spirit is rich and abundant you are absolutely abundant and money is just that tool in order to maintain that but when people look at money on status how many likes social media and I look at how oh. many children are exposed to that now you know mm-hmm. that oh, I need to have this many likes my friends got more likes than me so you know again comparison and competition and popularity thing is we need to teach children to be secure in who they are right, not what right. society is dictating this should be because that's driven by consumerism that's driven by the industry that wants you to buy and you will feel better if you buy right and and you will feel more important if you make this money you'll feel more important if you have that title and no importance is not that that's the shallow you, feeling thinking because when you get there you realize wow this is it all right i have to pursue something else right you kind of constantly are pursuing. it's never enough you're right, always right. empty you're always right. empty it will never fill you and, you, so and it's, you, yeah, it's it's teaching our children the wrong message altogether. More about giving and serving yes. humanitarian causes, yes. right? We're here to help. That's because the crazy world we're in, mm. right? We need to help and serve. So there's so 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 many needs, so many causes, so many issues. So I, I don't know about you, but you know, I've certainly come across them. Um, and I've even interviewed them. The youngest person I interviewed was ten, and she'd written a book on 365 days of of uh, gratitude with a positive attitude and it was just a day, what to be grateful for and it was like mm-hmm. so simple but we forget adults we forget this word gratitude it's always like I don't have enough yes you do just be grateful for what you have and the opportunity to seek out more right uh, again if we're in that attitude our children will pick that attitude up but it's the amount of children that we see on these programs today like America's Got Talent or you know all of these they're six-year-olds and, and eight-year-olds coming in, magicians or singing or doing something, the confidence that they have, the gift that they have. No, that's, an, that's a whole other topic. Gifts, yes. tap yes. into your child's yes. gifts. Yes. They're in there. Everybody yes. has something to share with the world. I know it, right? Yep. I, you just know everybody. I'm a twin. She has her gifts. I have my gifts. I always told my mom and dad, said, wow, it would have been cool if that would have been just one person because she has you know, a stronger math aptitude. I feel like I have um, more like the piano, the musical background in that. The creative but, Yeah, side. yes. And, but everybody has something in it. I, it's up to the parents to help the child yes. tap into that. And I think it would be fun. And I don't, again, I don't have kids, but I think it would be fun to, to navigate that path, right? How exciting to, to figure it. things out. Yes, right. but to, to discover what that gift is and, and to, to, uh, to nurture it in that child's discovery. 
And, you know, oh a gosh. child, you know, they, I want to be an astronaut today. I want to be a fireman tomorrow. It's okay. They can be whatever they feel they want to be. But right. through this exploration, which we... How do, much they learn and the knowledge they, they gain. And yeah. The weaving in and yes. out of, okay, this works, this does work, mm. but how upset am I? They're getting goosebumps as we speak of it because yeah. it is exciting. And that, I think... A lot of parents don't have a handle on that. They no. don't. Yeah. And then let's allow them, you know, one of the things that, that I used to see a great deal is that my kids were each in a program at a time. Right. So with three kids, sometimes it could be a bit difficult because I'm driving here, there and everywhere. And oh, if, yes, I, yes. if I couldn't do it because I didn't rely on my husband, if I couldn't do it, then they couldn't do it. But um, just one program. And then they would come to the other's programs to support them if they weren't doing their program at that time. Um, and it, you know, it was really good for them to do it because they like the sports or they like this, or the dancing and all that. They need all that exterior stuff. But at the same time, I think it's, I met people, yes, Monday we have this, Tuesday we have that, Wednesday we have this, Thursday we have that, Friday we have that, uh, Saturday they've got to do the, when do they play? When now do they have time to be themselves? When, right. you know, uh, my kids, would they had a complete wonderful dress up box and they'll put on plays all the time mm -hmm. they dress yeah. up and have fun and they can play mm -hmm. and, and just you just come in and do this whole performance for us and and have you know huge laughs of what they were doing and they they weren't afraid of exploring right, and, right. and you know and it was fun and you know when when they used to fight the, the two older ones when they used to fight I would make them hug and kiss each other and they were boy and girl. Ew, ew, ew. But they would hug and kiss each other, forget right. what they're fighting about. Right, right. Soften or it I up. Would I would sing opera and they would do anything to shut me up so they'll forget about arguing. Good for you. Yay. I love <laughs> that. Put on We Are the Champions and everybody sing at the top of their voice. Divert them and get mm -hmm. them into being it's okay to be silly buggers. It's right. okay. Right, right. Yeah. Definitely. Being silly dancing, just whatever it takes to, yeah. to let them, you know, get those creative juices flowing. Yes. <laughs> so, but pay attention to what that gift is. Cause we don't know, know what it's it so is. Important. Yeah. It really is so important. Like I said, I, um, I wasn't planning on going to college right away and I didn't know what I was going to do. So I just did what everybody else who went and got a job downtown. Mm -hmm. My brothers and sisters were having children at that time. And I saw, I, you know, I could feel the vibe that, wow, this is really easy for me to uh, uh, to have these relationships, these fun and engaging relationships. So that allowed that, that door to open for me. But it was good that I was able to realize it because sometimes yes. people also let it pass by and think nothing of it. Yeah. But I was happy that I uh, that came, like that passion came to me and the light bulb went off because I, I knew when I was working downtown, I kept job hopping. I thought something's not right here. Mm -hmm. This is not for me. And so the, the children um, avenue came my way and opened the doors for so many different opportunities. And I'm very happy that I was able to create that foundation for me. You so, allow, but, uh, you allow uh, yourself allow, yes. to take the journey. And again, yes. goes back to, you know, especially, you know, especially Asian parents dictate, you've got to go and get a degree. You've got to go and do this. You've got to be that. And it's not what they want. Right. right. You, you hear know, so many stories. And yeah. it's, and it's, you know, it's, I, I have relative, my ex um, is Chinese. So 
I have nieces and nephews on that side that were pushed that way. And it's uh, they didn't want to do it, but it was expected of them. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do it, you're letting the family down and the honor. And it's, it's like, so please, stop imposing <laughs> your BS on your child. Allow your child right. to be who they want to be and discover who right. they are. Yeah. Right. That's, and, and you know, like you said, it's, the opportunities they are there when the kids are younger, but there's still that, that door is there when they're teenagers. Yes. Even if it, if it passes by and they're going to college, you can still help them navigate. If yeah. That's the, the path they want to take. But as, as a young child, it's just exciting to see kids, um, being exposed to creative activities that let them figure out what they who and what they want to be and there certainly are so many smart kids out there oh gosh amazing yes. right yes talent, no, i mean it's, it's extraordinary and and that because i think they are they have more you know tools and things to be exposed to but the fundamental the reading right and preferably do not read from a tablet a book tangible touch pictures mm -hmm. they love turning the pages right um telling them stories where you can make them a part of it allowing them to play their way don't say oh no you're doing it wrong you've got to do this right if you are playing a game with them and they want to do it a different why do you want to do it that way does that work well how about we try it this way so don't undermine them kind of lead them in like let's try it this way so they can follow direction without feeling less than but right. play 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 because through play they discover their abilities they discover a passion. They discover um, something inside of them that lights up and go, I really like doing this. And then as a parent, you can say, they've really got an aptitude for this. What can I show them as an external program that they could go into that they could hone that and discover if this is a path that they want to take? But it's got to start with play. I know play uh, play is the work of a child, right? Mm -hmm. It's serious learning. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. so it's the truth, but I don't know how we teach parents that that's the avenue. I mean, you could, of course, you can guide them and you can be advocates yes. for them, but they really run their own household. So it's up to them to kind of recognize this. I don't know how to spread the word, but <laughs> we do the best we can. We, we have to change the way. I mean, again, that's the whole reason for this book and this book series is that we do have to change the way we educate. I mean, you know, it's stated by, oh gosh, I can't remember his name, it's the Chinese gentleman, um, and he's very heavy into technology and he was saying we've got to educate our children differently because there's technology will take over certain jobs and make them obsolete and we have to train our kids to be more creative more investigative and Amen. kind of a no box and no structure because the education that we're teaching them was fine for the last 200 years but is not going to serve them in the years exactly. to come exactly there was a radio show on today i'm um, talking about how we have to reevaluate our yes. education system yes. reset it's antiquated it's old Absolutely. and it's true because i was immersed in the public schools and i'll tell you but I would walk down the hall and it was quiet in the seventh, eighth grade wing. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, these kids are dying sitting there like this as the I teacher's know. just writing on yeah. the chalkboard, oh, dry, dry, dry. Bring some life to this. You're not yes. reaching your kids and you wonder why they're going into high school. and They can't read because you're not getting them engaged no. with. No fun and it's quite life should be playful. I mean, of course, there's a time and place for everything, but it is about, you know, yes feeling that that oh to live right engagement so, 
Right. You know, how, you know, we have kids Excitement. that don't know how to engage with each other because, you know, sitting behind their desk doing that and they, you or know, the but, screens. Yes, right? the screen. And Flat this learning. is, this is an absolute fact. Please listen to this, any parent that's listening. You put a cell phone or a tablet in front of your child at a very young age for any length of time, um, you know, a few minutes or something like that to watch something, but uh, just handing it them as, as a way of babysitting, you are changing the neurons in the brain right and you're changing the way that child learns and you are dumbing that child down completely that they will have an extreme problem in learning from this they're not stimulating the brain cells to grow the mass in the brain yeah no No. and that's scientifically proven folks so please you know it's great till five minutes maybe while you're doing something there's a lot of fun apps Mm -hmm. yeah I I mean there was a video of a of some a baby with a, a phone they took the baby away and the baby had a conniption an absolute connection, gave the phone back and then back at it. And that is seriously dangerous. They're also they're also yeah. finding attention deficits with these yes. with the kids that are video yes. gaming and all I don't do all that stuff, but however, all kinds of scientific facts that are affecting the kids' brain growth and the way they're being stimulated. So which is moderation. Right? Oh yeah. In, in oh, my yeah. day, of course, it was the you know, the TV or the the VHS put on a movie, right? And then mm-hmm. the movie was finished and off you go. Um, but nowadays it's kind of so easy for them with tablet, phone and this and that. And then also speaking of when we were younger, we were playing outside. You rang yeah. the doorbell, knock, 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 and so-and-so come outside and yes. play. You are outside for hours. You came home for lunch mm-hmm. and then you went back home to yes. play with your friends. And we're too scared to let our kids play outside now because there's so much violence and abduction and everything else. I I mean, I'm probably one of the few lost generations where, you know, I was a five or six year old, take my doll's pram out for a walk everywhere and never, ever a concern that anything was going to happen to me. Right. And nowadays is that if we don't see, I mean, I literally have had my daughter nearly abducted from the garden. And, uh, And also I was sick and another parent was picking her up from preschool and um, this woman came up and grabbed her hand and she was Chinese and started walking with her and the parents say, maybe it's an aunt. Excuse me, who are you? Who are you? And they literally had to chase after her. Mm-hmm. And it is, you're right, you're right. Unfortunately, was... it's there today, which is, what does that say about our society that we've become so sick like this? I know, you're right. It was, a, it was, I, was it a safer time when we grew up? Was it safer or was it just that we didn't have you know, you see this on TV more so. Every we yeah, see so and, much and, more and violence the, and what have you. The deep dark web. You know, you've got you've got this internet. We're doing this show by this. You know, um, internet has just bridged the gap where we can talk to people around the world and we can do things that are absolutely incredible for this apparatus, and it's not going anywhere, right? But unfortunately, when you have sick people, and it is right. a sickness, uh, where you know of child porn or child this or child that, um they are sick within themselves and the extraordinary thing is because again i've done shows on abduction and and uh, sex trafficking there'll be judges there'll be doctors there'll be police chiefs and they're the people that are doing it but they're hiding behind this facade and Uh, unfortunately today you know the internet has opened them up to be able to do it in a way right i was thinking social media yes yes yes. i know you're right there's yeah so many positives and negatives to the to to our to our living right now so we've got to be more inventive of play dates right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. can so-and-so come over and play 
and then you know next week they'll come over to you or whatever the case is and then yes you monitor you let right, it, right. So you instead of knocking that. on the door you've got to be a little more mindful about it set up those play dates let the kids have fun just set up a snack put out the toys let them be right. monitor mm-hmm. that they're not hitting each other over the head right but let them play right right exactly exactly now that i said it out loud i said wait a minute Ringing doorbells doesn't sound so good. Oh, no, but that's how we did it. That's what we did. Knock, knock, ring, ring. Yes, now yes. somebody rang my bell like, who could that be? I don't know who that is. We've got a camera to see who it is. I'm not expecting I know. anybody. Yeah, so, but yeah, it's just a different and, time. And, and it's unfortunate that society has gone that way. And, and, and a lot of it, I think, quite honestly, the amount of sickness that we feel see in 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 that realm does come back from children that have either you know adults that have an inner child that's been abused being neglected you know there's a sickness that lies within them that's never been addressed and right. uh, you know and i really do believe that investing on in our children while they're young will produce um creative solutional and morally um dignity of an adult but I think the dysfunction we see in adulthood today is because we've gone so far wrong with raising our children in the last 30 years I agree we've got to change we've got to change oh we definitely need a change <laughs> definitely need a change even even adults need to lighten up right yes. don't be so offended and react yes. if somebody says something Laugh it off or say, gee, that is a good idea. And who cares if it's not? Right. Right. This, exactly. right? They get so sensitive. Because in the twist, as I call it, you know, and it's it's like, yeah. you know, and it's like, yeah, lighten up. It's because you are an example for your child. You be know, playful. be playful, be goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, where, you only I get mean, one chance. This is it. This yeah. is it, people. If the, I mean, I feel like we used to say that on people have chips on their shoulders. Yes. Now they have boulders on their shoulders. <laughs> Right? Oh my God, what happened to you? Why is your heart so hard? Soften up like a baby when they're born, right? We come out so soft. Yes. All of a sudden, as we get older, a lot of people get so hard. It's never really that bad. Life is, I mean, I'm not. It's it's how we perceive it to be. How you cope. But but it's also this, this, I call it societal expectation. And, and social media and the internet use, I mean, any instrument, a car could be a killer or it could be a transporter. Everything can have negative right, to it. Right, right, this and that. Yeah. And, you know, social media is an algorithm. You use it properly and you put out good content and positive and no harm, you're going to get that back. But you've got the trolls and you've got the, the slime bugs that are coming in always the, you know always. the scammers or the people that are searching for children etc and the thing is we do have to be mindful about what we put out but also what we're willing to receive and i think this societal expectation again back of um how many likes how popular are you how rich are you what, what neighborhood do you live in what car do you drive uh. you know what you're wearing if you're caught up in that facade of keeping up with the Joneses, as we used to call it. You're, right, living, right. you're living an empty life that's never going to fill you. But when you look at a child's sheer joy of the simple things, a wooden spoon on a fr- on a pan, <laughs> right? Wrong, right? Making yeah, noise, like, right? And, and just the simple the joy smile. they get out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And get caught up in that joy. You will actually realize where the true abundance and the true wealth of life is. Right? It's in the, the material the things. Right. It's all within. Yeah. And you have to get it out because we are, whatever comes, you can tell when you have a conversation with somebody, 
as soon as they start speaking, what what they put when they what they talk about, right? Yes, you can what's kind important of um, to them. gauge what's Mm. what what their I don't trying to say their emotional state is. Yes. Right. So, so I think we just all need to be happy. Yes. <laughs> it's never that bad, and there's always a way to get help if you 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 can't figure out what which direction to take, make you feel better, tune into God, whatever it takes. Right. It's just. The, the thing is, it's, you know, I call it the sunny side of the street. I, I know that over there, there, you know, there's darkness, there's sewage, there's all of that. I'm totally aware of it. Uh, and But I'm walking on the sunny side of the street. Me too. Right? And yes. it's like, oh, yeah. If you feed that sunny side of the street, you, you know, the people that are wanting to cross over from that sewage and they, they meet halfway, you can grab the hand and pull them the rest of the way. But they've got to come out into the light. You can't go in there because if you go in there, you're swallowed up, right? I, so, I I feel like a lot of people are also living in the past. Mm, Let yeah. go. I don't want yes. to hear about the '80s, and I want if it is an, uh, you know, uh, let's see, an event from the '80s or '90s. Let it be something fun, but not the yes. drama of the '80s. I don't. I can't even remember all that stuff. Yes, I don't this remember. person said this to me. I when? know, twenty years ago. You know. <laughs> what do you know it's 2024 now <laughs> yeah exactly let but, it go but that's also teaching our children they get upset and like you know what they do with my grandson is like breathe 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 row row breathe take deep breaths breathe now tell me what the problem is right and then let mm -hmm. them calm down showing them how to calm down we don't show kids how to calm down we've got an entire chapter in the book on uh, on meditation and yoga for kids of teaching them how to be present with self, how to regulate, mm -hmm. just download and become centered because we don't teach our children that. And that it's okay to go into your safe place to assess and then to respond. But, uh, you know, like hitting or this or that, no, it's not allowed. Why are you hitting? Use your words instead or walk away from the situation. We don't teach our children that. We punish them if they've hit somebody. But did we ask them why they hit someone? Right. You're right. The communication yeah. is important, that back and forth. So they have an understanding of how to um, handle the next situation that comes up like that. Yeah. So, so and I feel like take a breath, you know? And I feel like kids are a little more resilient, though. They're, they seem to, um, depending how many emotional situations happen to them. I feel like they're resilient and they can move, get across that bump a little quicker. So, yeah. which is good. I mean, I know your book is, you know, it, it's talk, play and read with me, mummy, but you know, that also goes to daddies as well. Right. So it's, uh, it doesn't matter who the person is, but there is something about mummies, you know, being in mummy's arm, isn't there? That kind of extra nurturing type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely because mom always seems to be the maternal instinct, the, yeah. the maternal one, right? She has that instinct of what the child needs. But did you know I have a Talk Clean Read Me Daddy book? Did you know oh, that? Oh, good. Oh, no, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I definitely have them right here. Okay. So I have that on the thing too. So I have both. Um, the dad, it seems when I did the research for the dad book and how this came around was when I was going out in the community, um, and I still go out, but however, they would ask, well, where's my copy of the book? The dad would say yes. that. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so, you are absolutely right. Where is your copy of the book? Mm -hmm. So I got on that <laughs> from yeah. that feedback. But, um, and then of course, whatever the dynamic happens to be with the, the dad, the mom, a single dad, it's useful or anybody. But dads provide that security blanket too in a different yes. fashion, right? Yes. 
Um, that emotional, again, that emotional aspect, not that mom doesn't, but there's something a little bit different with a dad. Mm -hmm. um, the bonding is a little bit different, more kind of more of a, I'd say if it's a, 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 a male or a boy, the athletic sportsy kind of thing, playing outside, getting a little, little bit aggressive, what have you, versus cooking in the kitchen with mom, right? So, but yeah, dad plays a very important role. Um, that self-confidence piece, right? So... And, you know, that, and we have an awful lot, and kudos to them, a lot of fathers that say, okay, my wife has the great career. I'm going to stay at home and look after the children. Oh, I know. Bravo, bravo. You know, uh, I can pick my career up uh, or I can work part-time somewhere, but I realize that parenting is a job. Oh, And yes. it's a very <laughs> serious job. And I remember one time actually giving my husband a, um, an invoice, um, you know, mother, chauffeur, head cook, nurse, bottle washer, a transporter, chauffeur. Um, and I named all the things that a, a woman is, a mother is. And I gave him the prices of what it would cost to have mm. somebody in at that. And then it was like a little mind blowing because we don't take, we do take for granted our stay at home parents. And, uh, uh, and yeah, you, you're saving money. Yes, you are. But what you've got to fortify them as well. Uh, because right. it, it's, it can be tiring. Kids, if they're awake, they're on full go. They're full go. Oh, full speed. All day. All day. All day. <laughs> right? All day. Yes. All and day. then, of course, you know, if you have babies at home, like my daughter and her husband right now, you've got midnight feed, you've got, you know, kids waking up and this and, and that. tiring. Very tiring. So yes. that support of being there, I, I used to have a friend, because I didn't have relatives here on my side, um, we would swap. I'll take her kids for a weekend. She'll take my kids for a weekend. We could just go and be an adult for the weekend. Or oh, nice. sleep if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. you know? But it's like if you haven't got, you know, uh, uh, relations that can do it for you, then find friends that you can do it with. And it's so, so important for parents to take a break, right? Yes, to, to, to yes. Get just to get out and be playful themselves out and about, right? Just going for ice cream or going to the park, whatever the simple activity might be. And sometimes I have a friend who um, does not get out and up with her husband. And I offer to babysit. She doesn't pick me up on it. I don't know why not, not or else she just likes that. What am I trying to say? She's in a vicious mouse trap where it's just constantly spinning and spinning and spinning. Just too just much going to spin on all the time. It, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like open yeah. the door and get out for a little bit. And, I, and I it's try. actually essential to your relationship because right. if you're you always in mummy mode, you're never in wife mode. Where's the relationship with your husband? And your children need to see there's a relationship between mom and dad that's different right. to our relationship, and that it's mom and dad's time. And not demanding all the time. So it's really essential that you do have that time with your spouse or time for yourself. Mom's Remember, going to have um, a bath. Don't lock on the door. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do not disturb. Yeah. Um, when I would offer to take some, I was always very spontaneous with my niece and nephews. And I might just step on my sister's house and say, oh, can I take them? And she, oh, my God, this is the best time ever. Yeah. So I would... Or if I babysat, and I remember one funny story, I had the kids for like a day and a half, and I had plans to play tennis with a friend. My brother-in-law calls, he goes, Jojo, do you think you could come back and get, you know, the two kids? I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> right? He he was out with some buddies the night before and, you know, had a few drinks, yeah. whatever. I said, you know, Russ, I can't, I'm going to play tennis. But I thought that was funny because 
why would I come back? I was just with them a day and a half, right? Yes. So I couldn't let you off the hook because you did a little bad behavior. You have to, you know, accept your consequences. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. It's a hangover. You're going to feel it. Yeah. Yes. kids around, definitely. Yeah, so it's funny. So, it's okay but... to ask for help, mm -hmm. right? And, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, go to play groups. If your kids aren't school age yet, go to play groups because those play groups, A, they have wonderful you know, play activities for the children, but you're going to meet other parents. And right. I, I go to this play group with my grandson when I'm there. And there is both mother and fathers there, depending mm -hmm. what shift or whatever there's on. And, and it's can't. healthy. It's mm -hmm. healthy for you to speak. You compare stories, but you just talk. Can we set up a play date? Our kids are getting on well. Exactly. Yes. But it, it's good for you. And so, you know, being a parent means you dismiss being a woman or a man you know, or husband or a wife, and now you're just a parent. Yes, you go through the first few years when they're baby babies, and that's all you feel you are. And then you get mm -hmm. to a stage where, ah, oh, a little more breathing room now, right? But please matters. ask for help. I'm actually moving closer to my kids so that I can be helpful there oh, and, and take them and, and give them some days, and I, which I do now. Mm -hmm. I just go down there, but it's going to be easy when I move there. But that's the thing. Don't be afraid to ask for help or, or afraid to say, like, you know what? I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling and mm -hmm. I need some help because if you don't, you will eventually take it out on the kids. Oh, yeah. Because yes. you'll be so exasperated. You can't cope anymore and you will take it out on the kids and then you will regret it and you will have guilt and that will follow you around. So go and ask for help. It is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of inner strength because you know what your limit is. And you know what you need. So, yeah. Um, I did a, we did it myself and another, um, I want to say, a colleague did a language yoga connection class last weekend. Mm -hmm. And it was, we had a storm before Saturday, the week before it. But a lot, we had a handful of people, but I always think to myself, they really enjoy it. The kids are, doing the yoga where um, we did a Arctic animal lesson and what have you made snowflakes out of pretzels and marshmallows, but it's just good time for the mom to just bond yes. with their kids. Right. And I think I know Saturday morning is tough because they're running, running, running all week. But I think once they get out the door, it's a breath of fresh air to do something different, right. And get them inspired, right. And get their kids inspired to do this work and what have you and participate, yes. engage. Go oh. to whatever community things are on, fairs or the market or, you know, pumpkin patch or whatever the case is. No, you know, so it's much like, to talk about, so much yeah. to see. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then, you know, then it's like, uh, you know, what did you see? What did you feel? Engage. Let that child share with what they're seeing and feeling. And you'll what know. What did you buy? Yes. What did you, you know, buy? You know, I yeah. want to go back and do that again. Or mm -hmm. no, no, that made me feel a bit insecure. Okay, we'll wait a while until they're a bit older before we do that again. But this right. is you tuning into your child. And not dictating to your child of who and what they should be, but allowing your child to tell their, to tell you how they feel, what they're comfortable with, and knowing when you can push a bit further and when you need to pull back. Right. And the, the, the what am I trying to say? The experiences outside of the house are going to allow you to do that, to figure yes. things out. So Yes. So, of course, your book or books, um, <laughs> you've got it in... Um, is it also in audio? Because I know I'm seeing some videos here too. So you have it in audio yes. as well? Um, so I have it in the digital format. Um, it's on iTunes and Google Play. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I don't have a copy of it behind me. But in any case, 
it's available there. It's a digital format. It's um, animated with audio spots and a lot of visualization and color and what have you. It's basically the book coming to life, the soft cover book. Mm-hmm. And then I have the two soft cover books, the Talk Clean Reef Me Mommy and Talk Clean Reef Me Daddy. So they're both, should I go ahead and talk about where they're available? Yes, or? tell me where okay. they're available, how people <laughs> can get hold of you, and also your free giveaway. Oh, all right. So the books are available first on my website, talkplayandread.com. And then I also have a landing page where they're available, talkplayandreadbooks.com. Um, and then we were talking about my free gift would mm-hmm. be, I have a free newsletter that people can sign up for at talkplayandreadbooks.com. And if they sign up for that newsletter, they get a free uh, PDF version of the animated audiobook, ebook. And then also they would get a free uh, little snapshot video of the ebook itself, also a color, colorful, animated mm. sound effects, etc. So, yes, so that's what I have to offer. And of course, you're on Linktree as well under your name. Uh, yes, yes. Um, can you just spell your name for people so they um, sure. know how to? Sure. Um, as far as going to Linktree, I did write it down. Um, I'll just spell it all out. Link tree is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash j-o-a-n-n-g-r-a-m-l-i-c-h and of course a lot of links will be on there yes all my links social media right your facebook your instagram your twitter your linkedin you're all there as well and in in one of the things i would say to people i mean like a book is a, a gift that keeps on giving you don't just read it once and put it down and never come back. A child will want it again and again and again. And every time the story kind of slightly changes as the comprehension goes. And yes, I know as a parent, you know, like uh, reading the same book for the 20th time, you know, can be a little hard to get around sometimes, <laughs> but that's okay because eventually they'll, you know, I want another book. And then they'll come back to that book again because they haven't had it read for a while. But it, Or you have a friend coming over, you know, they have a friend coming over and you read the book and they suddenly... It has a different meaning to them all over again. But it's important that um, we do read to our children. It is important that we play with our children. And then it's also important that we give them time to just play with themselves. Go and play, you know, go and do something. And if we don't give them that time to do that, we're not letting them step into their own imagination. We're not letting them in their own discovery. But we're also teaching them that, okay, they have to be entertained all the time instead of entertaining themselves. So all of these things are extremely important with our children. And I'm so glad you've written these books because yes, playtime, essential, first part of education, reading, ignition of, the, of their creativity and the possibilities of things that are possible, things that they can do, right? How many things, cognition, yeah. um, receptive expressive language skills, the yeah. physical, yeah. Um, communication, so many yes. different things that people they don't aren't aware of the simple simple um skills that children acquire just simply playing yeah and that's so important because if they don't learn these skills and and it is the skills as they learn as children they take them into every area of their life and then it becomes something that just transforms them into when they're an adult that they've already got these skills here Mm -hmm. but it's not learning when they get to school or learning when they get older it's teaching them right from the word go and conversation the skill to talk not dismissing them you know children should be seen and not heard balderdash 
we should listen to our children. Very often they have a great deal more wisdom than we do. Listen <laughs> to our children. <laughs> we learn a lot from them for sure. Oh, yeah. We learn a lot about yes. ourselves, right? They bring yes. out the best in us. If we give yeah. them the chance, they really do. Yes. So, And then always going to get, you know, it doesn't matter even if you have an exasperated moment, they're always going to make you smile. They're always going to make you always. laugh. They're adorable faces. They're only young ones, you know. Just yes. Enjoy every up, moment. Fill up, right? Yes, yes. 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 I mean, you know, there's something about, you know, we were talking about this the other day where my, my son, um, who has a stepdaughter and, uh, and my son-in-law, where he was holding the baby. And this was during this RSV virus where, you know, everybody was sick. And he, you know, he was saying about, you know, stress and anxiety. And, you know, my son was saying you have a different stress and anxiety because you're a parent and it's 24-7. And my son was in because he runs, he has a, a stepdaughter, but it's uh, part time and he has a restaurant, a different form of stress. And I think this is the joy of being a grandmother. I've been there as a parent. And that's something my daughter said to me, how did you do it with three mom? And I said, I don't remember. I just did. You don't remember the day-to-day -day stuff. You remember the moments, little things that come into you, into your mind, but the day-to-day, -day, you're just so busy doing and providing right. that you can't remember the, the, you know, all those little things. But as a grandparent, I can sit back now because that responsibility isn't mine and I can absorb them and digest them. In a totally different way. And it's like, this will pass. The baby years will pass and where, you know, as they grow and they yes. become more independent and it will be wonderful. But when you're in the thick of it with no sleep and sickness and this and that, yeah, it feels overwhelming, but it, it does yes. pass. <laughs> yes, it does. I can see what these little preschoolers I'm working with right now. I notice, I'm like, wow, she's grown a lot. I don't usually observe that, but for some reason, this particular one, wow, she's grown a lot. She's taller. Her hair is longer. Everything's happening yeah. so quickly, right? Yeah. So, but yes, but the bottom line is talking with your children begins as early as birth, right? Yes. And even before birth, we talked about in the womb. Yes, so. yes, exactly. So. And, and uh, you know, it's, don't don't be afraid to be silly with your kids uh, don't be afraid to to be firm and show them your boundaries don't be afraid to and encourage them to play on their own because the amount of creativity that they discover on their own is absolutely wonderful and it also becomes an indication of what they're interested in so you know how to entertain them so pay attention don't dictate guide we are custodians right. of our children we're here as their guiders and nurturers we don't own them and we should not be dictating what they do with their life. What we should be doing is paying attention to what their gift is and how to nurture them into that gift. Right. Share their interests. Yes. Ask those questions when you are playing with them. What do you think? What, you know, what do you like? All kinds of things you can do to get them to talk about their interests. So It's not your life. It's their life. Right. Remember. <laughs> and, it, and it might not come out to be the way you want it, but however. And so. the bottom line is, whether they end up, you know, being the garbage picker-upper or they end up being CEO of a Fortune 500, the bottom line is, are they truly happy? Because that's all you want for your children. Are they truly happy? Who cares what they do? Are they truly happy? Because that happiness is the greatest currency you can have. Oh my God, this was so um, inspiring, this whole conversation. <laughs> I'm happy. <Sorry. laughs> this was good. Um, well, that's what it's about. If we're not happy, we're doing it's something the wrong. Truth. Right? Right? You want, you want your child to be authentic, yes. transparent, and yes. uh, just happy is the yes. word. Happy and fulfilled. 
Yeah, I think so. we just need to simplify things a lot more, don't we? Oh my gosh, yes, blow some bubbles. That's yes. it. That's it. <laughs> get a slinky, get a yo-yo. It's simple little things, yes. little toys. Right? Be goofy. I know. You know. I talk with the kids, you know, and I've, I've done the right from, from birth and with my with my little baby grandson, you know, you know, I call it gobbledygook, you know, all sorts of things, pulling faces and he's looking oh, at me. You know? <laughs> and it's like Nana doesn't isn't scared to be silly. No, you know? it's so fun. It's fun right? and being silly. Literally. Yes. Yeah. It is. You can you can feel your whole disposition change, yeah. right? Yeah. You can even if you're, even if when I go into school, you know, of course we all have our days, right? You yes. know, you might have an issue with family, what have you, but as soon as I get to school and I'm yes. with those kids and they, they light up, I light up, right? It's yeah. a mirror effect. I'm yes. not going to go in there like, I'm in a bad mood. I don't feel like playing today. Right. <laughs> I don't feel like working today. I don't do that. I just, they fill me up and that's what, what it's all about. So be happy. That's too shall pass, right? All our situations Absolutely. will pass. Absolutely. Oh. That is the important thing is that they grow up so fast, enjoy every moment, you know, nurture, pave the way for them, give them the tools and the skills they need, give them the encouragement, but they've got to walk it. It's not your walk, it's their walk. Just give them everything they need in order to walk it well. I totally agree. <laughs> and they will, they will walk it. So, and of course, both books are on Amazon as well, right? Yes, yes. Amazon.com, yes. So, you know, this is a great gift to give to parents, both of them, right? Uh, you, you know, mama and dad, and because uh, they're both going to see things from a different perspective. So you're giving them different views on things. Then they can actually cross confer, you know. Uh, right. right. Different perspectives. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. What do you Better see? What do you see? Yeah, yes. exactly. And the conversation can branch out. And then that whole perspective changes and your interaction changes and everything, you know, becomes mm -hmm. broader and, and wider and more comprehensive. And that's what it's meant to be about. So, and, a, and a lot of fun. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of fun hands-on activities. People don't have to go out and buy, you know. Yes grand toys just basic objects throughout the house what have you so right a lot of good ideas yes and and you know you'll you'll see a particular toy that they're fixated on as i said for my grandson it's cars um he loves cars and doing all sorts of things with cars so mm -hmm. i said okay all right that's that's the you know the tool that he likes cars are the thing who knows mm -hmm. what he's going to do with cars later on but it's the journey of watching what he does with cars right, right. and so it's what he's learning and what he's what he's discovering. I love watching him just do his thing and little facial expressions as whatever's going on in his head, right? Oh. It's wonderful to see. Yes, definitely. If you take the time, right, you just got to take the time to get down at their level and do their yes. thing with them. So Yes, no dictation, folks, just allowing, guiding, knowing when to restrain the boundaries, but you know, allow, allow your children to be who they are, please, please. They are your gift and you'll see it when if you just tap into the wonders who they are rather than, oh, they've got to be. No. Because mm -mm. they probably won't be that. <laughs> no. Then you, you can't force things. Yes. A whole other topic. <laughs> exactly. So, we want so. to avoid that one. So yes. <laughs> yeah, get behind them now, right? And let them explore. <clears throat> and I think there's something that's missing in adults. We've forgotten how to explore. We've forgotten how to be wondrous. We've forgotten how to just allow life to happen to us because we're following some somebody else's agenda that isn't working, right? Just right. drop that agenda I, um, and tap in. Last week we had our snowstorm. I'm going outside and making a snow angel. I don't care. I'm going to do it. Yes. So I went out and made three of them. I sent it to a few friends like, wow. I said, yes, I had to tap into my childlike nature. Yeah. 
And um, then I did it again the next day because it felt great. The fresh air. It was yep. fun. I haven't done that in a long time. So that's what it's all about, right? Yes. Yes. It's all. yes. So we, take a few we, moments. Oh, for God's sake, please have fun. You know, life yes. is down enough. You know, I did. No, have fun. Have fun. Yes. Learn to I'm laugh. We, I, I'm hoping we have some more snow because I want to do it again. It's kind of melting now. Ugh. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad it's milking because the amount of driving I have to do. So, yes, oh, but yes. I just wish the roads were allergic to it. That's all. <laughs> that's true. I know. I don't like driving. We had off. We had the whole week off. So that's why I didn't have to worry about that. So. Right. Well, that's nice. No, I understand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's fun to all see right. the kids in the snow, too, because they, oh, you know, yeah. oh, yeah, it's a totally they different world. They love it. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many activities and so many things taken for a walk in the woods, taken for a walk in the park, taken for a walk somewhere that not just the playground and home, but like investigate along the way all the wondrous things out there. There's so much we can be with our kids if we just just explore with them explore with them right so so please folks go and buy the books talk play and read with me mummy or talk play and read with me daddy it's on amazon joanne grimlich that's j-r-a-m-l-i-c-h G-R-A-M-L-A-C-H. I did. What did I say? Something else. I think you said J, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's my dyslexia. Don't too. worry about it. <laughs> G, G, G. Yes, and, uh, I, but even putting the title in Amazon, it will come up. They make great gifts for uh, expectant parents, for parents of young children, grandparents to, grandparents to give their children. These books are never, ever a bad idea. And they are gifts that keep on giving. So give these books, start the conversation, and please, folks, talk with each other. Share, because that's how we actually gain knowledge and knowing what to do and don't feel isolated and alone and do the wrong thing. So please converse. Thank you so much for sharing with us here today, love. It's been Thank a you, delight. Sarah. Oh, my gosh, this was so fun. I feel out of my, but I feel really happy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything around kids, This I'm was a great happy. conversation. Anything we can do with it. But, yes. Yeah, they, they are our future. They are our future. If we don't take care of them now, we're into a dysfunctional society later. All right. We've already seen evidence of that. It's very evident out there. So let's nurture our kids into being all that they're meant to be and let them be the beautiful divine leaders that they're meant to be in the future because they had the support when they were young. Let's, let's help them along their way. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.